Hi, good evening. This is Michael Banner and with Dr. Lisa Kennedy. Today is the first edition of the 62 Who Knew TV show. We're just going to take a few minutes uh, at the beginning of this first show to tell you the premise of what we're doing here because we hope that it's going to be extremely, uh, I guess the best words would be timely and relevant. And it really is. You know, so what is 62 Who Knew? The truth of the matter is every generation that goes to prepare for retirement, from my parents to their parents, every generation faces a new set of problems. That's just the way life is. It's mm -hmm. probably always going to be like that. Yeah. But this generation, the baby boomers, which we are a group of, this generation is facing something that no other generation has ever faced. And that's the fact that longer lifespans, we're just living longer. The medical breakthroughs, science, technologies, the, the incredible things that have happened in the last 20, 30 years are allowing us to all live longer. So who knew as you approach the age of 62, which is usually that age when you start talking about, but I really need to be ready for retirement. Mm -hmm. Should I take Social Security? Should I defer it to a later age? Maybe I should have bought long-term care insurance. When was the last time I updated my will? Yeah, the, the topics are incredible, but the bottom line is, you're gonna try and retire in your low 60s. You better be prepared to live the next 25 to 30 years in retirement amen without income how many people listening well this is our first show of the nine people listening how many people listening into this show and maybe one day to a future show with droves and droves of people can really stop working right now and live a high quality of life for 25 to 30 years who knew that this blessing of longer life would also come with a little bit of a double-edged sword on some obstacles and how to get through that life with high quality, with dignity, still being able to help your children, mm -hmm. your grandchildren. So that's what the 62 Who Knew TV show is about. Every week we're going to have two guests, Monday, 7 p.m., right here on WeBeamTV.com. These guests are going to be from all over the country. Today we're lucky enough to have one right here from Florida. Thank you. But these are going to be experts from all over the country that are going to deal with a plethora of topics. I've always liked that word, and it's very hard to fit that in. Plethora. Plethora. Mm -hmm. We're going to deal with a plethora of topics that range mm -hmm. from Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, long-term care insurance, in-home care, reverse mortgages real estate real estate yes you, you just the real estate agent that sells the house to the 25 year old for their first house fha three percent down is not necessarily you want to be the real estate agent for mom and dad or grandma and grandpa it, to buy their last house ever it's the a different conversation right a totally different conversation so the realtor the builder the elder law attorney should i have a trust or a will in mm. fact when was the last time we updated the will i don't remember this is america today so yeah. who knew turning 62 years old would come with so many questions and who knew the blessing of longer lifespans would come with so many obstacles and goals that we have to overcome so that is what our show is going to be about so without further ado we are going to introduce <laughs> our first guest ever i'm so excited i'm excited to have you here welcome thank you this is dr lisa marie kennedy who is an award-winning real estate agent from sarasota florida she drove a good two three hours to be here which was very very nice that we could have beamed her in as we're doing with our second guest which but I'm i did get excited. to ride in the corvette but we did get to ride in the vet on the way here and it was, was fun. fun it was it's always fun to ride in a corvette so lisa 
we've known each other for a while. Mm -hmm. You know, you also represent, quite frankly, a, a subdivision, a PUD. Not everybody, uh, not all of our listeners are going to know what a PUD is. It's not a bad thing, by the way. <laughs> it's a, a planned unit development. What is it? One of the largest yes. in the country, isn't it? It's actually the third largest selling master plan community in the United States. And it is gorgeous. I've been in it. I've done mortgages in it. it it's, it's just gorgeous. It's That's so not, beautiful. It yeah, I've been there 11 years now in Lakewood Ranch. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so it's it's literally right on the line of Sarasota Manatee County. Mm -hmm. So now we're adding some subdivisions that include Sarasota County when historically it's just been Manatee. So, mm -hmm. so tell me really and truly the difference. You know, the uh, I don't think many twenty-year-olds are moving to Sarasota, but what is the difference when an upwardly mobile client that is looking at their next house is one of a succession of houses as they move and move up. What's the difference, the psychology, the way you speak to them, the needs you have to meet mm -hmm. to, to that person that goes, my God, I've been shoveling snow in Michigan for 27 years yes. and I, I'm finally here. It's Florida or I'm retiring. Yeah. How do you have to treat those people differently? Yeah, with, with, with care for sure. But that conversation is a lot different because uh, sometimes that timeline can be three to five years. You know, maybe they visit Sarasota, they have in the past, and now they're really starting to look. And they start that process early, mm -hmm. especially if they plan on building, because you have to buy the land. And then if you wanted to go with a custom builder, you would obviously make plans, mm -hmm. do the renderings. So there's a lot of footwork that goes along with it. But you got to remember, these people have been waiting their whole lives for this, mm -hmm. right? They've been working 30, 40 years, and now... It's time, yeah. And the house isn't it, it. It isn't just for them. They've been saving their money. It's for their children, their grandchildren. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's their dream home essentially most of the time. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And it's kind of exciting that we get to be part of something like that. I'm sure it's like this for real estate people all over the country, but sure. especially Florida. Florida. Uh, we kid about it. We always do. We do. Um, but we are the retirement capital of the United States of America, mm -hmm. and there are people all over the country going want to move to Florida want to move and it is a great place to live yeah I mean, it just is I mean when you, when you think about the cities that are labeled retirement you mm -hmm. know there there aren't many anymore no. you got maybe some South Carolina right Arizona maybe yeah, still. California still but maybe California. California but a handful right yeah no definitely a handful a handful so when you think about the destinations just here in Florida you have Sarasota mm -hmm. I don't think many people are retiring to Miami no. Right? No. Drug dealers, possibly. Right. No. No. <laughs> Are we going to cut that or am I allowed to? Oh, it's my show. I can do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. Don't you say yeah. that again. Yeah, it's my show. It's I my can show. say whatever the hell I want. Yeah. yeah. So so when you think about um, the possibilities of, of where to land, and a lot of times I'll have that conversation, you know, people are thinking about moving and it's our responsibility and duty to help them figure out where is going to be best. Is it going to be Tampa? Is it mm -hmm. going to be Sarasota? Is it going to be Naples? Is it going to be Sanibel Island? Mm -hmm. Is it even going to be on this coast or is it going to be on the East Coast? Yeah. When you really think about the choices, I moved down here, God, I hate to say this, in 1976. <coughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. Um, <laughs> I but, was six. Yeah, I don't want to hear that. So. Um, <laughs> But, but the truth of the matter is, when you think about the Tam Tampa Performing Arts, the things that can be done in Sarasota, the major sports that have come to this area. Oh, yeah. I mean, Sanibel Islands, I mean, parts of Bradenton Beach, all the way down to Naples. I mean, this is just a staggering coast to live in. 
nothing against the other coast. My God, I love being in Boca. I love being sure. in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Uh, but we have the Gulf of Mexico. You know, we don't mm -hmm. have the ocean. Right. We don't have as many hurricanes. Um, the truth is the, the Gold Coast is a really neat place to live. Yeah. So... Some people call it the Gold Coast. Yeah. I call it the Sun Coast. There's a bunch of different names mm -hmm. for it. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Southwest Florida is cool. Yeah. So when you, when we talk about that, we're talking in terms of culture, vacation, beaches. Mm -hmm. um, Disney World. Disney. Yeah. Sea amusement. World, Universal. Amusement yeah. parks. You know, and all of that stuff is, is great for retirees, too. It keeps them active. Mm -hmm. Right? It's not just for kids. Um, and, and now I'm noticing, too, that Disney is sort of ha going down the road of catering to yeah. 62. Absolutely. And, and over uh, for different activities they have. I know Epcot still has that with the wine and food festival mm -hmm. and so there's a lot of uh a lot of positive attributes uh mm -hmm. to this coast and you you spoke of a couple in tampa um and i think tampa actually has a few neighborhoods that cater to 55 and older. yeah there are 55 and uh, above communities uh trinity in pasco county yes. which is a staggering one yeah i mean and they're popping up really all over the country and you brought up something interesting also builders yeah i mean i've been in the mortgage industry so long you know that i remember the day when the last thing the real estate agent wanted to do was walk you into a builder they wanted to sell you a one of their listings mm. and then if that wasn't possible something on mls because it's an immediate sale and and let's face it that realtors are commission people so are mortgage people sure but now there are working relationships between professional agents like yourself and builders and i think that's kind of staggering for somebody not only to buy their dream retirement home mm -hmm. but to have their color tile oh their yeah. kitchen their master bedroom yes I mean, to me that's that's a fantasy retirement home yeah personally I, I take them to new construction first. I want them to see the growth of the community. Mm -hmm. I want them to see how many homes are being built. I want them to see the process, mm -hmm. not just me explaining the process, uh, because it may be different in Michigan or New York or New Jersey or Absolutely. wherever they're coming from um, than it is here in Florida. So, And you have that third-party validation from the builder, which I love. I have... I have a background obviously my my wheelhouse custom luxury homes but at the same time um, you know being able to walk them through that process and like you said if they want an ice maker in the master bedroom they can have that if they want glass mm -hmm. tile you know for their backsplash they can have that most of these luxury home builders have design centers that's kind of incredible to me which are I, amazing yeah. yeah I think we have about 10 seconds left just in this section but I want to touch on when we come back you know what about that person that doesn't want to wait six months or a year to build the house. Mm. Is there inventory in Florida for somebody to go, I love that, I want it. I want to Is talk about that. Is there inventory uh, in Florida? I, I want to talk about that on our next break. All right, commercial. Hi, my name is Lisa Marie Kennedy, your real estate expert here in the Sarasota Lakewood Ranch Bradenton area. I spent years developing myself, studying the industry so I can serve you and communicate with you the best way possible in your real estate transaction. My phone number is 941-807-2054, or please visit my website at lisamariekennedy.com. Hi, my name is Mike Banner, and in addition to being the host of the 62 Who Knew television show, I am also the president of Professional Mortgage Alliance, where our passion is helping seniors entering retirement purchase their dream retirement home without the obligation of a monthly principal and interest payment. 
please call me at 727-224-3859 or visit my website at professionalmortgagealliance.com. Welcome back. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Lisa Marie Kennedy about the real estate business and the difference between seniors purchasing home. And you know, I, I got to find another term besides seniors because yeah. 62, 65, 68, they're not really that senior anymore. Are we still using the term baby boomers uh, or boomers? Well, boomers, I mean, boomers are the thing. I mean, there are literally, and one of the things that made me create the premise of this show, 10,000 people a day are turning 62 years old in this country, not in the world. 10,000 a day. For the next 18 years. For the next 18 years. Yeah, America is coming of age. The baby boomers are coming of age, and they're bringing the country with it. But we were talking about this before the break. I agree with you, though, before we go any further. Yeah. We need a new name for seniors. Yeah. Seniors is not. I mean, 10 years ago, they were funny. Just reminds me of, like, <laughs> yeah. like felines, like cats. Yeah. Senior, okay, <laughs> active older people. Well, that's what they say in the ranch when when they're promoting the 55 and older, active lifestyle. No, that's, that's right, an active lifestyle. Active so lifestyle. Maybe when I get older, I'll have an active lifestyle again. <laughs> so somebody comes to you, you bring them to a builder. Yeah. They, they want to do something incredible, but quite frankly, they want to move now. Yeah. Mom's a teacher, she's retiring, dad's a cop, whatever. I don't want to wait nine months to build a house, and quite frankly, I don't want to move twice. Yep. There is, because all I hear from my real estate friends is, there's no inventory, there's no inventory, it's a seller's market, you know, multiple bids, oh my God. Yeah. You're saying there is at the ranch? Yeah, there absolutely is inventory at the ranch. So whether you want to go with a production builder, mm -hmm. or even, uh, I can think of a few custom luxury mm -hmm. home builders that do have inventory, <clears throat> and even if the home's not done right away, it could be done within 30 to 60 days. So it's mostly built already but they can catch them at a point where they're still literally picking out their cabinets, their tiles. Absolutely. Across. So it's still a cut. That's amazing to Yeah, me. depends on how far they're at in the process. And I, I don't think enough people um, learn about the process enough to, to make that educated decision because a lot of times people just say, ah, I don't want to build, just too much of a headache. And what that tells me is that they probably had a bad experience. Yeah, or, or one of their friends or relatives. That, yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Now, yeah. also a lot of people don't realize them because we're both in sort of the same business, real estate and mortgages. 
is it takes a team to do this correctly, just like anything else. You know, sometimes people think when they when they hire a professional real estate person like you, not quite frankly a part-timer, yeah. um, mm -hmm. you know, the great majority of real estate people and mortgage people and insurance people, I'm not insulting realtors, sure. you know, there's the 80-20 rule. I know. You know basically 20% of the real estate agents in the country do 80% of the business. Mm -hmm. But when you do hook up with a professional like yourself, mm -hmm. it's a team effort. It's not you. Well, it is mostly you. Yeah. You're the captain of the team. But tell, talk, us, talk to us or talk to our audience a little bit about the team they're getting when they, when they decide to contact you yeah so I, I try to make that connection with my clients and my team so we're talking about the mortgage lender the inspector possibly mm -hmm. an appraiser mm -hmm. um, you know obviously the builder but I really like to set expectations up front about how the process is going to work mm -hmm. who they're going to be um, engaging with right. throughout the process because you know let's face it we've all been through a bad transaction right yeah. Whether it be a car purchase, a home purchase, a furniture purchase. Marriage. <laughs> Marriage. Okay. Or that. So, so yeah, I mean, it, it's our experiences that we base these decisions on, right? Yeah. You were married twice. Yes. <laughs> Third time's a charm, though, they say that. Yes. Yes. And you are single. Yes. Okay, we got off track. <laughs> but that's all right. So, so having a team is... Uh, it's crucial, yes. what, and whether that be a real estate team or mm -hmm. not, or other members of the team, um, you know, some people will have a transaction coordinator, and mm -hmm. you want to make that uh, acquaintance right off the bat, or any other member of the team for that matter. Absolutely, and, and it's really the same thing on kind of our side. We have the the mortgage originator, you know, who is a great person that usually promises the world. Yeah. And then you have a processor and an underwriter and people. You know, today's a complicated world when you do things. There's the I laugh about it because I laugh about things. That's just the way I am. But you know, there's a, there's usually a divorce decree involved in many mortgages. Yeah. Are there children? Is there child support? How long is it going to go on? I mean, today's world is a complicated world, and that all fits in. I love what you said about setting expectations. I mean, yeah. you know, purchasing a five hundred thousand dollar house, building a five hundred thousand dollar house, getting financing on a five hundred thousand dollar house is not going to the mall and buying you know a pair of shoes. It's yeah. Just, so yeah. you do have to set expectations. And it's emotional too, right? Oh, it's, it, I think it's very emotional. And, and the other part, which you brought to my attention when you're talking about um, you know, all these different people and how things have changed, technology. Yes. And, and this demographic, let's, you know, let's just assume that um, the majority are, you know, know how to use technology, but yeah. th there is a small portion that might have to be trained I you know I think there's a bigger portion than I think there's more people in the 60s and 70s that are familiar with technology mm -hmm. than we know sure. but I also think that that same generation or the younger generation that keeps pushing all of this great technology I think that they're worried about saying is that those people in their 60s and 70s know technology well enough to get on Facebook and say hello to their grandchildren Absolutely. and say what they had for dinner and say happy birthday I'm not sure still people are ready in their 60s and 70s, especially not 80s and 90s. Yeah. So let's stick with baby boomers for sure. a second. Yeah. That, do they want to take a virtual tour of your house? Absolutely. Absolutely. But they want to see it. They want to smell it. Mm -hmm. They want to shake your hand. And, yeah. You know, I'm an old guy, so, you know, we used to call that pressing palms. They, they want to press palms with the people they Absolutely. do business with. Absolutely. And I kind of miss that, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and with, and with technology, and especially with real estate, 
I think, I don't know the exact number, but I think it's like 93% have already seen their home online before they actually buy it. Mm -hmm. So, so they're viewing it. Yeah. They're viewing it, but, you know, when you start getting into electronic signatures. Yes. And, you know, I still laugh when I deal with companies or when I have to, when I'm forced to deal with companies that tell me to send a fax. Yeah. That's kind what of What is that all it? about? Like, can we just get rid of that and just... And also virtual tours, with all due respect, and I love doing that for certain things, mm -hmm. but, you know, photography is a is an art in itself. Yes. So virtual tours can be misleading. Again, no disrespect to my virtual tour friend, but sure. a couple of years ago, uh, my children and I went to... Uh, went to New York and instead of staying in a hotel in Manhattan, uh, we used a, a service and we rented a condominium right off Fifth Avenue. Like an Airbnb or something? Just, just, just like that. Oh. And, okay. um, and uh, we did a virtual tour and this condo was like, wow, oh my God, big screen TV, a kitchen, there was five of us, six of us, I'm sorry. So we went. Okay. And let me tell you something, that, that camera person was great because it was nice and we had a great time. But my son-in-law, who's six foot five, when he put his feet up in the living room, they were basically in the kitchen. But the virtual uh, tour didn't show that. Uh, so again, I think it's great that 93% of people are seeing their house before they buy it. Yeah. Um, and this is your expertise, not mine. Are there really that many people buying it without seeing it? I don't think sight unseen, really. But, you know, I have a couple clients right now that have already told me that they like this house XYZ, maybe they've picked out three or four that they want to see on their next visit. Mm -hmm. And my response to that is, well, those houses probably well, we aren't are. going to be, they're That's going to be true. sold by then, but at least I have an idea of what they like, right? Mm -hmm. So that, that gives me kind of like a pool of homes that I could potentially show them when they come. So the internet has really done us a favor, I, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know, there's no doubt. It's, it, it's, it's a double-edged sword, like, 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 like longer lifespans. Right. Um, there's no way to get around it. I want to go backwards just for a few minutes to one of the things we first started talking about, because mm -hmm. yes, the people 62 and above, the boomers with active lifespans, you know, they have different needs, but do those needs include personal things, like being near children, being near doctors, I'm not trying to think they're sickly. They're not. They're, they're incredibly active. Yeah. Being near the ocean, being near the golf course, being near what else? I mean, they have their priorities. It's retirement time now. Yeah, and that's when your skill set really comes in, no matter what profession you're in, really. But just speaking in terms of real estate, that's one of the first questions I ask, especially, you know, because people coming from the north or from a different state have an idea in their head about what retirement's going to be or yeah. what Florida is going to be like when they, you know, settle here and. You know, you really have to dig deep to figure out what is your lifestyle going to be. Are yeah. you going to be playing pickleball every day? Are you going to be walking the beach every day? You know, what is it going right. to be? And and the family that you want to to come visit you, whether that be your children, your grandchildren, extended family, what are they going to want to do? All of these play a huge role in deciding what community to be in. Because if you're, I'm just speaking in terms of my area, if you're a, a golfer, there's really not a ton of golf courses near the beach. Mm -hmm. You know, that's going to sand traps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean there's a few, but if you really have the intention of golfing a few times a week, you want to yeah. be in Lakewood Ranch. Yes. You don't want to be on Siesta Key. No, that's right. No, but if your intention is to go boating or, you know, mm -hmm. water sports or, you know, truly walking on the beach and maybe yeah. 
Maybe you have that metal detector that you want to use every day. <laughs> Just get a clue what it be. Just yeah. three thousand of those people. Yes. Yeah. So, so I think it's it's really, and I call it dissecting the motivation from the buyer. Mm -hmm. um, you really have to have to dig deep because I've had people change their mind at the last minute. Yeah, they want to be on the beach so much so that uh, you know we've even come close to writing a contract, and then they discover Lakewood Ranch, right? And they say, Oh my gosh, we didn't know this was here. Also, do they discover that when you're really that close to the beach that you can feel the water in your toes, that house is $1.8 million. That's right. Not something beautiful that you could buy somewhere else and be just a quick drive. Yeah. Down 75 to the beach, maybe. Not to say that you can't buy a house in Lake Ridge for $1.8 million, because yes. you can. Yeah, it wasn't but you can, um, let's just say you can get a little bit more for your money. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. You pay a lot for that view, and it's well worth it. Oh, it's, it's a multi-million well dollar view to look out and see the Gulf of Mexico, which is beautiful. Mm -hmm. There's no way to get around it. Another thing that always that you brought up, you know, again, somebody goes, oh, wow, I really like that. The next time I'm down, I want to see that. Yeah. You know, the premise of buying something, I think, has gone away, but I think it's because professional real estate agents aren't pushing it. Why not buy your dream house in Florida now, even though you're not going to retire for three to four years? Not everybody can afford that. True. I know that. Let's say yeah. that off the... You know, right from the from the get go, but why not use it as a vacation home? Maybe even a partial rental yes. during the season for extra yeah. income, and then let that be your dream home. I don't see that happening a lot lately. Yeah, I think it happens in the higher price markets because mm -hmm. they can afford it. And I've had many clients do that. They're not retiring for five years, so they will go ahead and build because mm -hmm. the building process does take about fifteen to eighteen months if you're starting from the ground up. Uh, sometimes I, I have a scenario right now where they just bought the land. Mm -hmm. Bought a $400,000 home site, and they're going to build their $1.5 million home on it in a couple of years, right. which will take a couple of years. So now you're at that four or five year mark, and you know it's, it's a great time to buy. This might be a better question for a builder, but I have to ask it. Yeah. Because I've been doing this so long, or at least mortgages so long. What is taking so long to build a house? I mean, I remember when 5,000 square foot houses were going up in Clearwater, in Clearwater Beach in nine months. Yeah. Why is it a year and a half? Is it permitting? Is it, it could be. You know, shortness of uh, materials, which happens a lot? Of course, our rains, yeah. uh, torrential storm. But what happened from 20 years ago when uh, you built a, a mini McMansion Yeah. You know, in six to nine months, and today it's two years? Yeah, so if, if you are duplicating a home that, um, just say, the builder has already built before, mm -hmm. then you don't have to go through that whole beginning process. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you have to get your permitting and whatnot. Um, there are also um, architectural committees that mm -hmm. you have to get things approved for. Um, certain communities will only allow certain things. One of the communities that I work out of right now, the Lake Club, you cannot have a Mediterranean-style house next to another Mediterranean-style house. Really? You can't have two garage rights next to one another. So you have, um, you have all the, these things that you have to comply with in addition to the building process. And then um, I, I think what you mentioned with trades, I think that's challenging right now mm -hmm. because there is so much building going on. Uh, and when I, I spoke to one of my investors the other day, he had mentioned that um, you know he has to shop for a new tile guy because his existing tile guy had raised his prices. So there's a lot of factors yeah. that go into it. And is there enough talented labor to actually go around? That's rough too. There's yeah. no way to get around it. Good workers are hard to find in every, in every trade, but mm -hmm. you know, let's face it, four months of the year here, we're in 95 to 98 degree weather. This is grueling work out there. Oh, the no doubt no about way. it. So I'm sure that plays a factor as well. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I think we have about 10 seconds left in this section. It has been a pleasure to speak with you. Are you going to stay with us when we talk to Mr. Campbell? I would love to that stay. That will do that. So, okay. again, I hope you've enjoyed the first section, the first guest ever that we've I'm had so on 62 who knew. I know I learned a lot. I did. This is a, a, uh, a, a very incredible area to live in. I'm not saying that because you're our guest. I've done enough work in there. You, you drive into this place and it's a city into itself. Yeah. You just go, and that's it. We're going to go to a break. Hi, my name is Lisa Marie Kennedy, your real estate expert here in the Sarasota Lakewood Ranch Bradenton area. I spent years developing myself, studying the industry so I can serve you and communicate with you the best way possible in your real estate transaction. My phone number is 941-807-2054 or please visit my website at lisamariekennedy.com. Hi, my name is Mike Banner, and in addition to being the host of the 62 Who Knew television show, I am also the president of Professional Mortgage Alliance, where our passion is helping seniors entering retirement purchase their dream retirement home without the obligation of a monthly principal and interest payment. Please call me at 727-224-3859 or visit my website at professionalmortgagealliance.com. Our next guest is, uh, has been a friend of mine for almost a decade. I have heard him speak throughout the country. Uh, this is also a topic that is near and dear to my heart. I'm trying to make most of these topics that. And that this is a topic about long-term care insurance. Mm -hmm. uh, long-term care insurance has changed a lot. It is absolutely misunderstood by most of the public, uh, something that uh, my passion reverse mortgages shares with. And it's a pleasure to listen to Mark speak about this. His experience is, uh, is quite frankly uh, equal. You know, not many people in the country have, have this man's experience. So can we get Mark on right now? I'm excited to hear him. There we are. There he is. How are you, Mark? Hey there, Michael. How are you doing? Good. Is that Leanne? Is that her name next to you? No, that's Lisa. Lisa. You say, you okay. Say, Hi, Lisa. How are things in Frisco, Texas? Yeah, I can't hear him. Oh, okay. Um, things in Frisco, Texas are booming. This, this is the second fastest growing town in the United States, they tell me. And everywhere you look, you, you would think the crane is the national bird because there's plenty of cranes <laughs> to be seen. Everywhere you look. So Frisco, Texas is where the Dallas Cowboys built their training center. And, and since then, all these major businesses have relocated here. And it's just... It's wonderful. To be honest, you get all the newest franchises in the country. It's a great place to be. 
Yeah, I, you know, we, we went out to uh, breakfast when you took me to the airport the last time I visited. That Dallas Cowboys facility is incredible. State of the art. And, you know, again, it's a practice field and it's, and it's got a dome on it. And it's uh, they have this jumbotron just like you have in the stadium right there. They, have, they actually replicated a football field. So it, it really makes um, uh, for it's, it's a great tourist place. Anytime somebody comes to visit, I like to take them over to, to see that. You're not going to see that just anywhere else. Well, we were introduced, it's kind of hard to believe, almost a decade ago by a mutual friend uh, and a, a, a mentor and hero and people, a man we both looked up to, Mr. Peter Gelbwax. Yeah. And uh, I remember listening to you speak. I'm sorry, say that again? I got older and you haven't aged a day. What is uh, that all about? Stop saying that. No, I've aged a lot. This, this suit is actually covering a lot. You just told me I haven't aged since we met. Oh. You know, flattery will get you everywhere, everywhere. Mr. Gelbwax. But the truth of the matter is, I listened to you speak about nine, ten years ago, and right after you was a, a, another great man in your industry, Mr. Bill Comfort, that I hope to have as a guest one day. But I learned more listening to you speak. I remember that it was a convention in Texas, National Long-Term Care Convention, and I, I remember going home and saying to my family, why, why doesn't everybody in the world have long-term care insurance? Why is it so misunderstood? And I want to talk to you about a few of those things. Tell me about the changes, um, especially in relation to our show here, 62 Who Knew. People are living so much longer. Tell me how that has affected and what has happened in the long-term care world, you know, over the last few years. Great, great question. Thank you for uh, having me as part of your inaugural programming here. I feel pr privileged and honored. Um, the long-term care profession has been in a state of flux for as long as I've been in it, and we're going on 30 years. I started in the business in 1991. Um, at that time, it was primarily nursing home insurance, and hardly anybody knew that it existed. Today, almost everybody seems to know that there are ways to address this risk, but the diversity of solutions that are available to someone are, have never been created. So um, it really has changed a great deal over those years. And um, I'm proud to say that uh, when you're working with a specialist who understands the market, you're gonna be able to um, uh, you know, find the right solution for you. Well, uh, yeah, what, what always has impressed me, you know, on an emotional level, quite frankly, when thanks to you or, or, or Peter Gelbwax or Bill Comfort, when I've been invited to speak at, at long-term care conventions about my passion, reverse mortgages, which is not being discussed for the first couple of shows on purpose, because I want 62 Who Knew to, to cover a, a wide variety of things. You, you leave listening to you or someone like you speak, and you just don't understand why the country or at least the great majority of the country is not taking this so much more seriously now that we're all living longer. Why, why isn't the world lining up to have long-term care insurance now that the odds are almost 50-50 that you're going to make it into your upper 80s and maybe even 90s? Well, again, that's a wonderful question and one that we've, uh, we've certainly wrestled with this uh, 30 years here. You know, the name of your show is so apropos when you ask that question. The average applicant for a long-term care policy, the, the sweet spot, if you will, for someone who should be looking at coverage is between 57 and 64. So 62 who knew is a perfect uh, uh, you know, uh, demographic to be looking at uh, at, the, at these programs. Um, and the reason for that, and, and I think there's, there's just a lot of misunderstandings 
about the programs out there. People think of long-term care insurance as uh, health insurance, and it really isn't. It's really about protecting your wealth. And so one of the reasons that uh, a vast majority of people haven't clamored to get it is because, frankly, they don't have enough assets to protect. But at least half the country does. And yeah. that half certainly needs to have a plan in place because the, I can't keep someone or nobody that's in our business can keep someone from getting sick. But we can make sure that there's an income stream in place so that we can address the consequences of that happening without them having to tap into their life savings and exhaust those those savings uh, in order to pay for their care. It really changes the lives of not only the person needing care, but all the people who are dependent on that person, especially the spouse or the children, etc. So um, that's, a, that's, that's really the big issue. And that's why I strongly encourage any of your viewers who are in that sweet spot, who are still healthy enough to be able to be considered to, to take a look at a, uh, a program that will give them an alternative to having to spend their own life savings if they need care. Exactly, and especially with statistics showing that most people's life savings can barely get them through retirement, if at all. Um, and of course, most people know in our industry, and many people outside the industry do not know, the number one cause of bankruptcy in senior citizens, 62 years old and above, 70s and 80s, is some sort of a medical event. Um, you know, th this yeah. is just such a a sensitive topic. I mean, can there possibly be one person, I was kidding earlier, this is our first show, so we don't know how big our audience is, <laughs> but the truth of the matter, if you put a couple of hundred thousand people in a room, could there be not one person that hasn't been affected by this with their mother, their father, their grandmother, their grandfather, their aunt, their uncle, and and one of the things I've learned from you and, and your professionals that you surround yourself with is that this is not always just about the person getting sick. He's the prime person, he or she, but usually a long-term care event, you know, affects the entire family if it's a long-term care event. And it's amazing how people don't realize that till they're part of it. That's a brilliant point, Michael, because that's the truth. This is truly a program or a product that you get for each other more than you do it yourself. Um, because the, again, the person, first of all, some interesting stats. There's about a 70% chance that if you're a couple, one of you is gonna need long-term care. Wow. Um, and so, so again, as far as risk that you face, there's probably no greater risk to your life savings than the risk of, of needing care. Certainly not you know, your auto insurance or your your um, homeowner's insurance, which are there to you know cover other risks. Mm -hmm. And most people have those insurances. They don't have anywhere near the chance they're gonna have a fire or an accident that they do that they're gonna end up needing care. And so this is the greatest unprotected risk that most people face. And, and uh, again, putting a plan in place could, couldn't be a smarter choice on those that have assets to protect than um, talking with a professional who can find you the best solution. Um, uh, you know, one of the other interesting stats that I recently learned is that 40% of the caregivers, not the people that are getting care, but the actual caregivers will actually predecease the person getting the care. And the reason for that, and this oh. is talking to the different department, is because all the stress goes on that caregiver. They are, they're living with all the uncertainty of where's, you know, what am I going to do when all the money disappears? And how am I going to afford to pay all the bills and take care of all the other things? And what about me? What if I get sick? And all that goes with that. Mm -hmm. And so 
the, the, the stress goes on the caregiver. And one of the other stats that was I found interesting, it's actually eight times more likely that you'll end up needing care yourself if you've been a caregiver to someone else. I, so again, yeah. the stress, the emotional stress plays such a huge role. And, and it's so but, sad that people usually think of these things and grasp these things when it's happening like the old cliche you don't fix the barn right. door after the horses leave you right. know that it always amazes me too i don't right. need that yet well when do you need right. it would it be june 28th or july 12th when do you yeah. think you're going to have this event we'll just get <laughs> yeah. you covered the day before it, it never has made sense to me but it it does affect the whole family i mean i know i went through it uh with my parents you know they went through it with their parents it, it is amazingly stressful to be a caregiver it's a great thing especially when you're in a close family like our families are um but it is very stressful to be a caregiver and none of, none of us, like you said, has a crystal ball. You have to apply for this kind of coverage when you're healthy, to, regardless of what um, a solution you find is the right one for you. And there are multiple, as I, as I shared before, they're, 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 regardless of the one that's right for you, when you have to health qualify for it. There's no mm -hmm. getting around the health qualification part. Of course. So you have to do this while you're relatively healthy. The insurance company isn't going to insure you. The, you know, the homeowner's insurance isn't going to insure you when the house is already on fire. <laughs> yeah, so it's you, so hard to, to get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you you got you got to really do this while it, while you have the good health to qualify for it. it. It's to protect your wealth, like I said earlier. But you do need your health to to be able to, to be it. considered eligible and, and be approved. Right. Yeah. And so there's that. But again, in today's market. I'm going it's to cut you off since we got three seconds, and we're going to pick up okay. right where we came back. All right, look forward to it. We're going to go cut. For, we're going to cut for a commercial, and then come back with Mark and talk about a few more major topics about long-term care insurance. Hi, my name is Lisa Marie Kennedy, your real estate expert here in the Sarasota Lakewood Ranch Bradenton area. I spent years developing myself, studying the industry so I can serve you and communicate with you the best way possible in your real estate transaction. My phone number is 941-807-2054 or please visit my website at lisamariekennedy.com. Hi, my name is Mike Banner, and in addition to being the host of the 62 Who Knew television show, I am also the president of Professional Mortgage Alliance, where our passion is helping seniors entering retirement purchase their dream retirement home without the obligation of a monthly principal and interest payment. Please call me at 727-224-3859 or visit my website at professionalmortgagealliance.com.
Stop looking at my watch. We're back on TV. <laughs> this is my first show. Give me a break. We have This is our last segment. We're going to have about 12, 14 minutes. I want to cover a couple of things because th- th- this topic has always entranced me. You know that. We talk about it when we see each other. Um, many, you know, Your first response from a layman, from a client, um, and I'm not an insurance salesman, but I bring it up. It's too expensive. I heard it's too expensive. Talk to me about the expense and that there is different type of um, long-term care insurance policies. There's not just one. Well, um, you're absolutely right. The single objection, the biggest objection you hear when people are looking at it is they're afraid that it's going to be too expensive. I got to share with you that in the thousands of people that I've helped over the last 30 years in this business sort of find the solution, just the opposite turns out to be true. They're usually surprised by how little it costs in comparison to what it would cost if they need a long-term care. Most people will will uh, pull out in benefits from a policy in less than four or five with you as a couple to having a plan so um, okay so uh, again um, it's the it, 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 it's surprisingly affordable especially when you work with a specialist who can customize a plan to speak your specific needs affordability is always a, the most important factor when we design a plan but also making sure you get the most coverage for that dollar is, um, is 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 our number one objective when, when designing a program. So again, um, you know, the average cost of a nursing home right now, stay in this country, is a little over a hundred thousand dollars a year, one hundred two thousand, one hundred three thousand a year. Um, the home care is, yeah, yeah well, in, in places like New York City or San Francisco or some of your major metro, it, it can run twice that or more. Um, uh, and again, where it's going in the next, like you identified earlier, in the next 10, 15 years, as this large baby boomer group moves into that age where they're starting to make claims, you're going to see prices even go up higher. And frankly, we are uh, at a time when we're, we're innovating quite a deal, quite a bit about how to deliver care in this country. Mm-hmm. And so the beauty of having a long-term care program is that when you're a private pay client, which means you'll, when you have a policy that's gonna help pay your bills, you're in a position to be able to access all these different options that might not be included or covered by any kind of uh, other insurance that you have. In fact, again, people are under the misunderstanding that the Medicare or Medicare supplement's gonna cover this, it won't. Yeah. Um, most Medicare will cover you for is 20 days of skilled care, and you have to go to a hospital first for at least three days to get it. Um, and then you, uh, you have to be diagnosed to get better from whatever it is you got discharged for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Medicaid's only going to help you if it's it's uh, if you impoverish yourself first, spend all your assets down. Mm-hmm. Now, as a couple, you can keep one house, one car, and um, $123,600 of savings, but if it's only one of you, then you have to spend all your assets down until you have uh, a net worth of less than $2,000. Medi- you know, Medicaid is designed to be a safety net for for, um, for people who are become indigent as a result of this. Both my father, who's presently in the middle stages of Alzheimer's, oh, uh, but he's still at home because my mother has, well, thank you, but he's still, he's still at home because my mother has a policy. He goes to adult daycare four times a week He's able to um, be able to stay home because he has a, a plan in place. 
that pays my mother a cash benefit every month. So she's able to bring somebody in if she has to go out to the store or Lake Bridge or whatever. So so there's that. Before that, my grandmother literally spent through all her savings. I think you said you had a relative that did the same. Yes. And that bothered her more mentally than anything that was wrong with her physically. Uh, just because she spent the last two and a half, three years in a nursing home. Uh, so th the point that we, you know, that you make about affordability, um, again, the cost of care, the cost of protection is a fraction, a tiny fraction of what the cost of care would be. Yeah, and that's I, why it's so important to I, plan. I remember the first time I heard you say this and a couple of your professional associates. I don't know if there's ever been you know, more professional words spoken, the true cost of this is not having it, n not having it. And it, it's just, it just staggers me that most of America can't get that point to cross their head because we all we have those relatives that have gone through it. Yeah, we work our whole lives and then we see the, the savings disappear in just a few months or years, you know, because of the, of the cost of care. And as I said, the, uh, with the changes on the horizon and the demand for care, the costs are going to go up. But I, but again, uh, if you if you work with a specialist and you have a plan in place, they're going to help you find the best solution for you and spend that money as prudent as possible. Stay at home as long as possible. Mm -hmm. One of the great myths about long-term care insurance is that, again, people think it's for nursing homes. In many yeah. cases, it's nursing home avoidance insurance. Only 18% of the people on claim through all the carriers that are out there are getting paid in a nursing home. 82% are getting paid either at home or in an assisted living facility or in an adult daycare center. So the vast majority of people are getting paid somewhere other than the nursing home. If you're a couple, there's lots of incentives for you to get this too because they know that as a couple, you're likely to stay home. Yeah, and, and one thing that everybody agrees with, thank God, and you can be a layman, you don't have to be in the medical profession, you don't have to be a long-term care insurance specialist. You live longer at home. Mom and dad live longer at home. The home that they're used to, the home that the children and the grandchildren have visited, the home where, has, where they have their favorite Publix or shopping center, where their doctors are, their neighbors know them. Um, I never knew that statistic, though, that that's 82% of people are, are literally living at home. And, and that, that touches close to home for me. We were just talking on the break, uh, the last nine months of my father's life, uh, dad went a little way too early in his early 80s. Uh, he had the best of all coverage. We did not have long-term uh, care insurance. I didn't know you or Peter or Bill yet, um, but he had, uh, of course, Medicare, a Medicare supplement, and he was a highly decorated uh, World War II POW, so we got a lot of great things um, from the Veterans Administration. But it was amazing to me how many things were not covered if I wanted dad to be home. And dad was still right. doing well. He was ambulatory. Uh, and I said, of course he's got to be home. He's eating dinner with us. We're watching NYPD Blue together. We're watching the, uh, no, no, no. If you want Medicare and your policies to cover this, he has to go into the facility. I went, no, he's staying right. home. And fortunately, knock wood, life was good enough. Business was good enough. I cut a very big check every month. Um, and I'm glad I did that. But I didn't There's know some. that till that point. Never knew that. Yeah. And then again, those are, those are just some of the myths that exist around these products. And again, people again think they're too expensive or they think they're too, because they have a plan, their children are going to be that much more encouraged to put them in a facility. Just the opposite is true. Just the opposite is true. And again, people 
The single biggest reason people tell me they seek this coverage is they don't want to be a burden to anyone else. They don't want someone else to have to change their life because something happens to them. They want their kids and their, their spouse to be there for emotional support, but they don't want them to have to bathe them or dress yeah. them or, you know, all the other things that go with needing care. Yeah. And, and so it, it's a dignity question. It's a pride question. And, and, and again, if you have the resources, you have the ability to maintain those things as you get older. And would it be fair to assume, I mean, again, people always complain about the cost, but that's the same of a house or a car or a pair of shoes or a steak when we go out to dinner. People it's, complain it's about the cost. The, that's it, the thing. Again, it's not unusual for a policy to return 10, 12, 15 times what it is that you've ended up spending to get that plan. You're not going to earn that on your money. You can't save That's that right. money or invest that money to earn that kind of return. So when you put that money aside for this specific reason, you're going to get a return on that investment that is way beyond what you can invest to to try to protect yourself. All right. Now, uh, excuse the Lehman question because I try and read and, and keep up on things. Isn't there certain policies now that have a guaranteed refund of premium that if you don't use, you get a section or a majority or even all of your premium back at a certain time? Is that, I know there's certain policies like that. Is there long-term care insurance policies like that? Absolutely, and it's probably the fastest growing category within the long-term care field. They call it the hybrid policy. Basically, it's a life insurance policy with a long-term care policy built into it. So what it does is it takes the risk of whether or not you're gonna use it off the table. Because either you're gonna get paid because you need it for long-term care, or your beneficiaries are gonna get paid because you didn't use it for long-term care and you passed away and they're gonna get a, a, you know, a, a death benefit greater than the amount of money you put in. So you're, you're none, there's no chance of losing any money. Either you're gonna gain money from needing it for long-term care or you're gonna gain money for your beneficiaries are gonna get the, the benefit of it. Right, we got roughly about 20 seconds, but I just wanna make sure, again, me as a layman, not an insurance person understands this. A hybrid policy, life insurance policy with a long-term care rider that if you don't use the long-term care part of your policy you get your children or as get back the proceeds in the form of a death benefit with life insurance that's, that's like true. going to vegas and having them say there's five seconds left that's like going to vegas and having them go you just can't lose bet whatever you want you can't lose am i oversimplifying exactly. two seconds no, well, two seconds is, and if you ever want your money back in a hybrid policy, just say, I want my money back, and they give it to you. So right. you, you're Will never you come on again so we can talk more about this, please? Because this, 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 this is amazing pleasure. to me. All right, thank you <laughs> so much, Mark. I appreciate you doing this. Thanks, Mike, and good luck with the new show. I saw you had the Superman banner right in front. I knew I that, did. you know, just like Superman, this is going to go on forever. So uh, thank you uh, so go, much, Mark. Let's go with you. Take care. Thank right, you, bye -bye. my friend. Bye-bye. All right, got to end it. The voice in my voices in my ear, the real ones, uh, saying I got to end it. Thank you so much to Lisa Marie Kennedy. Thanks for Thank joining. Thank you, Mark. I hope you enjoyed this. First of many. Next week, we're going to have two very interesting guests as well. Have a great week. Let's everybody be good to each other. Take care of each other. Be good. Thank you very much. Bye, guys.